welcome to the Waste Takes episode 50, the halfway to the century mark. This is the Rob Ninkovich, Mookie Betts episode. Let me know if you have any others, but I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Pucker, and Cam. How are we this week, fellas? Fantastic. Living the dream. Well, we're getting close to the playoffs here. We're uh, winding down the regular season. Um, winners and losers. Um, I'm ready to declare again this week, Cam, a winner for the Giants. Uh, anybody who called the Seahawks frauds, uh, that's a winner. Thank you. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, I don't, I can't think of any other winners and losers right now. Um, anything, boys? Uh, did any of the ways to take polls finish up? They're not done yet, but I will check those standings after we speak. I thought we might tomorrow, but lead for one of them. Cam is in the for one of them. Cam is blowing us out in one of them, the Jalen Hurts take. And I am winning for the running back take as of right now. So, Tucker, you're leading my shrink here, Cam and I. I'm getting a little nervous. So, I kind of glossed over last week, but, yes, Dylan did win two points uh, last week. He is at uh, six points now. Uh, Tucker's at 14, Cam's at 11. I'm at 10, soon to be 11, Cam soon to be so uh, we're getting we're getting down to the wire here. We're a couple weeks ago. Uh, I can't believe we're at 50 episodes. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, I think next week will be the anniversary, the, the year anniversary. We did. Well, wouldn't that wouldn't it be 52? Oh, because we missed a week. We skipped one. Oh, week we skipped a couple year. weeks. Yeah. Yep. No, dude, only one. We only missed one week. Um, Let me go back to the date. All right, uh, Cam's gonna be our historian. Check that out. Well, hey, Lead it off with ways to take. I have one in the chamber. I have one. You let off last week. Oh, no? yeah. I'll go. Go ahead. All right. So, news this week. Uh, Matt Patricia fired. It was, well, worthy, uh, as we all agreed. Um, terrible, terrible uh, first coaching stint for Matt Patricia. Uh Maybe has it, maybe doesn't. I say after this year, I say after this year, the Jets will pick up Matt Patricia as a head coach. And he will lead that team to being just as bad as they currently are. And Matt Patricia will go down in history as one of the worst head coaches in NFL history. After his stint with the Jets, he will not get another coaching job afterwards. And he will just be six and 50. For his career. I'm I'm happy you went the way you did on the take. I thought you were about to say that you lead them to the playoffs, and I was very concerned. Um, I'm going to disagree with you, though, because I don't think he's going to get hired as a head coach after this decision. The only team would be the Jets. They would do it. Very true. Um, He could be hired as a head coach again one day, I think. People are writing him off saying he never will. I think it's going to happen again. I think he's going to step back into a D coordinator role. I'd love to see him come back to New England. Uh, they haven't had a real D coordinator since Flores left. Um, so I, I just don't think he'll be hired by the Jets. I think the stink of what he did in Detroit is going to stick with him for a little bit. And uh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see. But uh, Tucker, Patricia to the Jets? Um, yeah, I, 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 you know what? If you're a Jets fan and they hired Matt Patricia, I would be livid. I mean, how would you ever go with the guy that failed in Detroit and be like, that's the guy, we need him as our head coach, especially in a league where it's 
moving to such offensive-minded head coaches kind of taking over, I really wouldn't want to have a defensive head coach right now. You forget that that's what the Jets are, though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That was going to lead on to my next point. That's kind of would be a Jets move. Um, but I'm honestly, I don't know who they're going to get. I think they're going to go like kind of crazy with the hire. I think they're going to like go very outside the box for it. But we'll just have to see what happens, honestly, at this point. But I'm, I can say with pretty much certainty, I think if he gets a job, it'll be as a D coordinator. Uh, side note. The first episode dropped the day after Christmas, December 26th. That is our birthday. Um, Cam, Patricia. I, yeah, I saw the first episode as the 23rd. but um, That was when we recorded it. I don't know when we dropped it, though. We dropped it the 26th. I don't know. Um, yeah, Dill, I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think Patricia is going to get picked up as a head coach. I think this kind of uh, proved the point that that's not his role. I could see him picked up as a D coordinator somewhere. Uh, maybe the Jets. I'll give you a half win for that one, but I don't think he's going to be a head coach again. At least not for a little bit. But there is something to the to the point that Bill makes that the Jets are the dumbest team in the league. So he might do it. Yeah, sure. Who else is going to be available? Tucker said he thinks outside the box, but who else would be available? I think they go college, probably. Saban? Saban make his oh, I can promise you Saban would never go to the Jets. He wouldn't leave, though. I think Urban, Urban Meyer's been talked about. Um, the dude from Lincoln Riley's been talked about. Uh, I'm looking at the top candidates right now. I think Lincoln Riley is probably the top. Uh, Greg Roman, and who's then, the Cardinals offensive coordinator, is like the number one guy that's... Oh, the, and Eric Bieniemy, who's the... Yeah. Chiefs is like the top two guys looking for head coaching jobs. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy is getting a head coaching job next year, one thousand million percent. He's got such a cool name. I had a I had a Madden player named Ben Bieniemy, like three Madden's. He's a great wide receiver. Well, is uh, that? <laughs> All right, uh, Tuck, you want to go in with your? Yeah, Cam, you're gonna hate me for this. Oh, you're gonna so... hate mine. I've been looking around at records because for the first time in a long time, the Patriots aren't, like, just locked in for the playoffs. So I've been looking at everyone, odds of going in, all that kind of stuff. And what I'm thinking right now, a great investment of a bet, plus 1,000 right now on the books. So, so that means 10 to 1 odds. Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East. I've looked at the schedule. The Giants have a pretty tough schedule coming up. The Cowboys have the Bengals and the Eagles and the Giants and have the tiebreaker over the Giants. I just think in terms of schedule, it makes sense for the... I think the Cowboys, if they get right, could make a playoff push. Nope. If the Giants, if the Giants beat the Cowboys, they do not have the tiebreaker. Yeah, but this is, I'm saying the Giants in this situation lose to the Cowboys. Oh, no. Because if the Giants beat the Cowboys, it's over regardless. Yeah, okay. Well, Cam, and honestly, for your um, 6 and 10 take, I think you should be rooting for this. No, I'm rooting for my team. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about something. One. I do not care how tough my schedule gets. We just beat the Seahawks. We played 
very, very well until the end against the Bucks. We play well against good teams. I'm not worried about that. Colt McCoy, Danny Dimes, whoever it's in, we are playing team ball right now. Um, and that being said, the Cowboys are going to lose tonight. We will watch that occur tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, really hoping the Redskins lose right, or the football team loses right now, but it's not looking great to be honest with you. It's 17-17, and they're we got the ball, but um, hey, please throw it to friggin' Claypool. Oh, oh. oh wow! Yeah, I just saw that catch. Oh, um, that was close. Um. Anyway, yeah, I'm. I, I mean, the only team that I'm slightly worried about is the Redskins, the football team. But we have the tiebreaker over them. We already beat them twice this year. So I mean, no, that's stupid. Cowboys are not winning the NFC East. Never got you. Um, okay, I I disagree, Tucker. I don't think the Cowboys have it. Uh, and I, I would love for this to happen and make me a winner on my Cowboys to the playoffs takes. Um, they're just a mess. I mean, I just don't have any faith in Andy Walton. I love the Giants right now. As I've told you guys, I love the Giants. Love them. Um, and I just I just think the Giants are, are actually not a bad team. Like, they're not bad. I wouldn't say they're good, but they're not bad. Um, I think the Cowboys have potential, though, to be good. Yeah, they always do. They have for the past 20 years. But Texas will never be back, and the Cowboys will never be good again. And Tucker, what were you saying before the show that Mike McCarthy's like bottom five coaches in the league? Oh, yeah, no, he's the main thing holding that team back. Yeah, but he'll turn them around for sure. But I, I just, I, I think they kind of have made a bit of a turn. And I just think with Andy Dalton back, I think this offense can somewhat work. I know it's like Andy Dalton's not an elite quarterback, but I mean the offense at times is very good. And so if they can get that going, I think that this team can be a, like a solid team that can make the playoffs, especially with the fact that they're playing the Bengals and the Eagles in their last four games. Uh, Dylan? Yeah, you're talking about the road back, Tuck, and yeah, they do play some brutal teams at the end. They got to get through these Giants, and I don't know if they really can. This team is not looking too great. So if you're riding your whole argument based on just, uh, but I'm just saying at ten to one odds on the book, I'm taking that line ten times out of ten. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You got to take it. It's just because it's the AFC. I mean the NFC East. That's why it's because. It, Anything could happen in that garbage division. But I, exactly. I think the Giants are trying to pull away. This actually leads excellently into my way to take, if you guys will let me step in here. Sure. All right, Cam, you're going to like this one, because I'm defending the Giants. Giants with a big win yesterday over the playoff-bound Seahawks. Um, I like this Giants team a lot. I think they can play. I think they're playing for their head coach. I thought Joe Judge was an idiot to start the year. Turns out he might actually be a good coach, good motivator. Um, I saw you were talking about playing team ball, Cam. Colt McCoy came out after the game. He's like, let me tell you about Daniel Jones. He's a great leader. He's a great guy. He's such a good quarterback. Like, just the team love. Love to see it. I did not have the Giants doing anything this year. I now have them making the playoffs. That's not the take, though. Giants are going to win a playoff game. They're going to win a playoff game. This is a, a scary team. Uh, Cam, you sent the meme of some guy trying to drink a glass of water and like shaking if the undefeated Steelers have to take on the Giants in the Super Bowl. I'm not ready to go there, but I think the Giants are definitely going to get in, and I think whoever, whoever they face in that first game, it's going to be a tough game. I, I can't remember if 
if I said it on this podcast or somebody else said it, that the NFC East team would win a playoff game. They're not, I, I, I think the Giants are a sneaky good team. I think they're getting better every week. Uh, Dan, get Danny healthy, and this team is going to win a playoff game. Oh, we made it. 2017. I think there's offsides. Flag on the play, though. All right, I'm going to go ahead and jump in here. I agree 100%. Um, now that the football team just took the lead over the Steelers, should that flag uh, be laid to rest? I'm a little bit worried about them. But, um, you know, I'm not thinking about that right now. I think the Giants are by far the best team in the NFC East right now. They've beaten the football team twice, beat the Eagles once. They have a great record in the division, just beat the Seahawks. They've won four straight. I don't know how you, you're rooting against this team right now. It's the ultimate underdog story. Uh, even if you're a Patriots fan, to, to I, come out and say that you're, you're happy about it, I, I appreciate that. And uh, you know what they do in the playoffs when they, when they are underdogs, and it's nothing pretty for, for everyone else. They go ahead and they win every single game. So the reason I can support them as a Patriots fan is because Dynasty is dead, as I've said, and that was a long time ago. So I've moved past it. It's not my Eli anymore. It's not TPP or OCU Minora or uh, the name with a big gap in his teeth there. Straight hand. Um, it's not those. So this is an entire different team. It's a Patriot Patriot uh, coaching tree guy, Belichick coaching tree. I like this team, man, and I'm gonna I'm gonna root for them if they uh, if they. Cam, I will say, I don't think they're the ultimate underdog story, even in their division, though. I would say that the Washington football team would be more of an underdog story with the QB that no one even expected to ever play football again. I'd say that's more of the underdog story. Yeah, but they're not in the, I mean, yeah, but we're talking to the Giants getting playoffs. Like. The, the six and ten, seven and nine Giants in the playoffs would be more of an underdog story than the Washington football team that's not in the playoffs. But I get what you're saying. If it's the football team in the playoffs, then yes, that would be bigger. But yeah, Tuck- I know what you're saying. Tucker, do you think they'll win a playoff game? I, I, well, let me think who they'd be playing. So they'd be the four seed. They'd be playing the first. I need to look at the NFL, NFC playoffs. Uh, honestly, I could see it. I think it'd be tough because they're going to be playing like either the Seahawks or the Rams, which are two good teams, but they've proven they can beat the Seahawks. I don't want the Seahawks or the Rams in either of those situations. Oh, no! Let's go! Defeated season. Oh, my God. It's not over yet. They got, oh, how many timeouts do they have? So as you uh, live reaction for you people listening at home. Um, Redskins, or Washington football team just intercepted the ball with two minutes left to borderline seal the game. Their defensive line is unreal. I'll give it unreal. That. Back to the take, though. I don't like I don't like the Seahawks or the Rams. I think they could lose to anybody. I've seen them play doo-doo this year. Uh, Dylan, any thoughts on the Giants winning a playoff game? I think it's imperative that uh, Jones comes back. Um... I think with him at the helm, they're still a very good team. Uh, without him playing, I don't think they have a chance of winning a playoff game. I like Colt McCoy because I like his friggin' name. And, uh, but, like, I don't know, because hamstring injuries are tough, man. Like, 
that just seems like a fluke thing, but that could be nagging him on for a few more three three weeks or more. So I know they, they beat the Seahawks, which is great, but I still don't know if this team can make the playoffs. I just said that the, the it doesn't look good for the C, for the Cowboys, but this division's still up for grabs. Um but yeah, if they get into the playoffs, it's imperative that Jones is on the field. He'll play. He's alright. I think he's coming back this week. Uh I hope damn. so, for their sake. Ways to take. Yeah, I think Tucker's going to dislike this one. Uh, I think the next quarterback in the New Orleans Saints is going to be Matt Stafford. Um, I don't think they're going to go with Taysom. I don't think he's the answer. I think Sean Payton knows his role. He's doing fine for now. He's got a good Saints team around him. They're, they've been rolling. But at the end of the day, I don't think Taysom's the guy for the job. And I think Matt Stafford is leaving Detroit, no doubt about it. In my mind, he's only 32. He's a Southern boy. He's from Florida. Played college ball at Georgia. Um, he belongs to be down there and and finally have a chance at something. Um, Patriots is another option, but I don't think that, that they'll end up going with him. Uh, I think he's just a, a great culture fit for the Saints. Um, I think he can bring a lot to the table, and I think he's finally going to have a chance, maybe like a three-year contract, two, three-year contract, and, you know, finally get a chance to, to prove himself with a good organization. Um, I can see it happening. I definitely think Taysom Hill is not the answer. He's not, a, he's not a quarterback guy, like just a straight-up quarterback. Once he loses that gimmick, he loses all his shine. He's getting older. He's definitely not the answer. So, Assuming Breeze retired, which I think he should. I don't know if he will. But he, I, think, I think he should. Um, yeah, they're going to go look for somebody. They're not going to have a high draft pick, so they're going to have to look for somebody to, uh, you know, plug the plug the the, the uh, dam for a minute. Stafford could be a great guy down there. I, I'd love to see it. I want him on the Patriots. I've said this. I would love a veteran guy like Stafford uh, on the team. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the Patriots and the Saints are very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, I think the coach, I mean, they get the coaches get along like that. They're kind of kindred spirits. They all hate the commissioner. Um, so I, I could, and they have the same kind of culture down there uh, as they do in New England. So I could definitely see it as a fit, uh, and I think you do well there. Tucker, they love bounties. Um, I yeah. hate to agree with you here, but I do. I do think he's a good fit, but I don't think they'll get him. Just because I think this is a pretty weak QB class in terms of depth. And there's a lot of teams that are going to need QBs at the end of the season, it feels like. So, I mean, unless there's a lot of, like, guys going around, like, if maybe if Sam Darnold gets a job somewhere else and Mitch Trubisky gets a job somewhere else, too, maybe he'll end up with the Saints. But the Saints are a team that, like, kind of have a solution at QB. I can't see them going with the new QB when they just signed this guy to a two-year, $20 million deal. They didn't sign him as a quarterback, though. But they signed him for, I mean, $10 million a year puts you up as a pretty high-paid receiver. It's definitely more than just an NFL receiver. You know what I mean? I guess so, but I just... I don't have a plan for him because... I think he got paid too much to just be uh, cheeky. I don't know. Chuck, you talk, Chuck, you talked about Taysom? Yeah. Yeah. I so think he said he's the one-year guy. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I, I don't think Taysom's the guy either, but you, Cam and Trey, you guys are on the train of uh, Breeze retiring. I'm 100% not on that train. I think this guy's fired up. He still wants to play. I think the 
uh, team will not just abandon him for another guy who's kind of towards his second half of his career in, in terms of Stafford just for a few good years out of him. I think they'll just stick with Breeze, hopefully get somebody else underneath other than Taysom, just ride out what they have now. Um, if there was a, another quarterback who was more young and maybe had a little bit better going for him in terms of future than Stafford, then they would jump on him a little bit earlier uh, than uh, getting rid of Breeze right now. Uh, or getting rid of Breeze in a couple years. So I don't think that they'll take up Stafford just because I don't think they're done with Breeze yet. I, I, so I, not 100% on the train that Breeze retires. I think he should. Much in the same way I think Brady should have went on to the low 51. It's all downhill from here. So if, not, if, if he doesn't go, then there's no oh, point I in lied. picking up Stafford. He's making $16 million. Anyway, so if he, if he, if he doesn't go out, then that's the ideal situation. You draft his replacement. You got to do it now. You got to do it within the next two years. Draft his replacement. Uh, have him sit. Hope a guy like Trask falls to you late in the first. Draft him. Have him sit for a year behind Drew, and then let him go. But I just, I kind of agree with Cam that I think we're getting to the point where the deep ball is not there for him anymore. He's now having injury issues. It just seems like it's kind of the end of the road for him. And this is the best shot he's going to have since 2009 to win the thing. So. Um, yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, Tucker? I want to put one more thing. I think there is a plan for maybe Breeze to leave this year, because I think that's the only reason that you sign Taysom Hill to a two-year, $32 million contract. Because if you if your plan is to use him as a wide receiver, then you're paying him as a top-10 wide receiver in the NFL, which sounds absolutely nuts. Yeah, there's crazy. I mean... If you, I think that Sean Payton wouldn't pay this guy all this money if they were just planning on using him as like a flex option occasionally. I think that that's my main reason for believing that they have this trust in him is because of that. Yeah, so, but, but this is before the this is before COVID, right? So I think I think it comes down to Breeze, and I don't think he's ready to retire. I don't think they're ready to just get rid of him if he still wants to play, and I think he still wants to play. He's going to stay there no matter what. He's not going to a new team. No. Well, he would just retire and not play. What is what is the Stafford side of this coin, though? Because I don't even know what his con- – I think he's a free agent after this year. I'm not sure. Cam, do you know? Yeah, yeah I think Stafford, Ryan, Fitzpatrick. I don't know the, all the names. So those are just, like names that popped up as free Bring Matt Ryan sure. to Boston, the BC prospect. So, but if I'm Matt Stafford and I'm a free agent and I'm 32 years old and I have – played in one or two playoff games in my career, I am getting out. Head coach just got fired. You have no reason to stay whatsoever. So that's the whole thing. If he decides to say that he's a born loser and he sucks, but so he needs to get out. But All right, uh, let's jump into some games. Uh, do we want to start Pats? Pats win. Was Cam, it end up being- wait, problem, Cam. I just looked up Matt Stafford's contract. He's a free agent in 2023. I've been reading everywhere that he wants out. I, it'll have to be a trade then because he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2023, I'm reading right now. Taysom oh, Hill, straight up. We'll figure it out. I've heard that. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't. I hadn't heard that he was an actual free agent. So there's a lot of, lot of moving parts to that state. But the Pats win big, shut out the uh, Chargers. This was a game going in. I thought they could lose by 50. They could win by 50. 
Um, big day from Gunner uh, as a punt returner and uh, a receiver. Stidham threw a touchdown pass, and these Patriots. I don't know what I still don't know what to make of them. I've been up on them. I've been down on them. I still don't think they're going to make it in, but the path is getting clearer and clearer. And Thursday night they play the Rams, and again, they I, I'm leaning towards the side that they could, they will lose this game, but they could win it because I think the Rams are the are one of those weird teams that can just throw up a goose egg one night. Um, but they I I just if they match up well against Pats. They have the they have Aaron Donald. And Cam's not going to be able to handle that pressure well. It's going to be on the offensive line. But I just don't know what to make of this team, man. And the fact we're still in the hunt, I mean, the Bills uh, and the Dolphins don't have that easy of a schedule coming up. I think the Dolphins are – Dolphins scare me. I don't think they're – I don't know. I don't know what to make of them either. The Bills are legit. And uh, I don't know. If they make the playoffs, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself because I've ragged on this team so much. But uh, Tucker, Pat's game. Um, yeah, winner, me, I've called Anthony Lynn a fraud for about six weeks now, and he's 100% losing his job this year, I think, at this point. Um, but I think this was a fantastic game to be a Patriots fan. It was pretty shocking. I honestly expected the Patriots to win, but I expected it to be a battle, and it just wasn't. This team has, I mean... I don't know what exactly happened this game, that everything just worked perfectly, but maybe it's a sign of things to come, I'd like to believe, but I also fully don't believe that sentence as I'm saying it. <laughs> so it's just like, it just is one of those years where I have no read on the team either at this point. Like, I will keep believing in this team as long as I'm in the in the hunt graphic. I will still believe that the Patriots are making the playoffs. Um, You, Tucker, you said... I don't, I don't remember if you said it on the show or said it privately. Bill Belichick coached the year candidate. I have not said it yet, but yes, it could be a bad. Is this Bill Belichick's greatest coaching job ever? I no. don't know. Possibly. I think maybe. He's done a good job, but no. Bill, uh, Patriots. Well, can I ask you one question, Trey? Yeah. We put and at, let's say Matt Nagy is the head coach of the Patriots this year. What's their record? They've won two games, probably. Exactly. No, but the thing, if they make the playoffs, I think there's credence to that argument. Until then, no. Um, Dylan, Patriots. Trey, first off, that's what I said last week when we talked about it. Or... Oh, about it? I thought we did. Yeah, and uh, Tuck, you hinted at the Pats being like, Easy or uh, hard to read, and that's exactly how I feel. You know, we going through our parlays every week. I never want to touch the Pats game, and because like you have, like Trey said, you have no idea if this team's gonna be able to like beat the Rams next week. It's like, yeah, that, I think they got a chance, and then you think about it, and you're like, There's, no, they're not gonna win. It's very up in the air with these guys. And you know, Trey Trey called into the radio show earlier in the year. Uh, it's like they play to their opponent and. I don't know. It's tough because they, they, they seem to be bringing me back in. I want to believe that they can still uh, make it to the playoffs. There's a path, a very slim path, but it's there. And I don't know. It, it, Cam Newton looks ugly. He can, It's like he just doesn't throw the ball well. And, and, and this team did so well simply just because their defense played so well. So And I don't know if their defense can you know hold that type of gameplay for the remainder of the season. Um, 
We'll see. I, th- I think every game to watch will be fun to watch because I think it'll be, you know, nitty gritty type of a game, old football. Um, do I have faith in them making the playoffs? No. Am I excited to watch them play? 100%. The reason the defense played so well is because there's a rookie quarterback for Belichick, and that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, he's, um, he's yeah. 50 and 5 against rookie QBs. Yeah. Cam, I know you no, didn't watch sorry, the game. Sorry, 20 and 5, not 50. I don't know what I'm talking about. I know you didn't watch the game, but any thoughts on the Patriots? Yeah, this is a perfect matchup for them. Uh, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, right? Terrible head coach. No, third terrible, year. Terrible head coach, nonetheless. Never proven anything. Um, this is just a matchup nightmare for the Chargers. I didn't expect it to be 45 nothing, but I also, you know, would have taken Pats plus one and a half in a heartbeat. Um, and leading into that playoff-wise, um, if you guys can beat the Rams next week, I would say that, you know, you're looking at like probably like a 40% chance to get in if you play well and beat the Rams. <laughs> Leading into the next game, though, if I can, I bet you really would have liked the Jets to hold on to that win against the Raiders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, quickly, before we get into that, I just wanted to bring up, I brought it up in the chat. The Belichick versus Brady narrative is starting to get interesting. The Bucks are one game up on the Pats. Now, it doesn't matter for playoffs or anything, but for pure, pure legacy's sake, if they finish at the same record, that's a huge L for Brady. Absolutely massive L for Brady. Just wanted to get everyone's thoughts on that. I didn't realize they were so close. It seems like the Bucks are so much better than them. They're 7-5. and five. Patriots are 6-6. Six and six. They're they're right, right in their heels. Tucker, Brady hater, what do you think? Yeah, so I brought up this statement, and my point was, now, if Belichick left, the Patriots and Brady stay. What do you think the two records are? Uh, flip. I think the Patriots are probably. Actually, the Bucks have won way more games. I think the Patriots are maybe like four and eight, and the Bucks are nine and three right now. So I think in terms of the Brady versus Belichick, I think this gives Belichick a huge edge. The reason I'm not sold on that is because Brady took this dog crap roster at twelve and four last year. But, yeah. Um, Bill, any thoughts on Brady and the Bucks and how close the Pats are? It is interesting. Um, I think it's safe to say that the Bucks wouldn't be nearly as good as they are now, but I don't think the Pats would be better or worse. It'd be marginal, I think. Um, it's definitely, like Tuck said, a win for Belichick, though, if you're really playing that sort of game. Cam? Yeah, it's, it's tough because Brady is just now starting to kind of get in that role that he was that he somewhat had in New England, or rather, like, he has more control of the team now, where in New England he didn't need to because he had Belichick and they were on the same page. Uh, but now Brady's kind of getting into that role where he's kind of calling the shots. So I think, you know, after 12 weeks and you're finally, you know, in that spot where where you're finally taking control of the team, I think the Bucs probably are going to win out, um, personally. So, I don't know. It's close for now. I think Belichick's got a lead on him. But um, I, I'm curious to see how it plays out. I just think they need each other at the end of the day. All right. Um, Play next year. Raiders-Jets. I mean, that was a throwaway. Jets threw that game. Um, Patriots don't really need it, Cam. Can't help we need it for the Raiders. We need it for the Raiders because, yeah, the Raiders need to win. But we do have the tiebreaker. We end up even. So, but, but yeah, that, that would have been nice to have. 
Um, I mean, just another all-time throw job by Adam Gates. He did it against the Patriots. And Greg Williams, who was a sacrificial lamb, getting fired for it. Um, it, it it's just, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, it would have been nice to see the Jets win that one. But uh, they're, they're kind of, they want Trevor. They're not leaving it up to any sort of chance whatsoever, even though I don't think it's possible now for them to win enough games to not end up with a top three. Jag- Jaguars could take it from them. What is Jags record? Two games? Did they won two? Won one. They've won one? They yeah. won their first game against the Colts and then never won again. Yep, so I, it's been 100% then that they, they will not let this Trevor Lawrence thing be up for chance. Poor Sam Darnold. The, the players for it because they want to keep playing and they want to show out and get a good contract from somebody else. But, um, yeah, I, it's it's a throw job. Uh, Cam? Yeah, I uh, I don't know what to make of it. I think you might be right. That guy was way too wide open. It, it's like they weren't even trying. They called. Hey. But, like, I don't understand the coaching decision here because you're like, all right, we're going to throw and get a good quarterback. Dude, you're not going to be here next year for that good quarterback. So you might as well just try to win. Rather I than, you're paying them something. They gotta be. They have to be doing something. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're guaranteeing him. Uh, no, I I don't know. I Maybe really they're don't. offering him another year. That's what I don't understand. Oh, teams tanking when they know they're gonna get fired. Like Adam Gase last year was on the verge of getting fired. Now he has no wins. Like all right, dude, you're gonna get fired. There's no reason to tank. I mean, but, what what if they're holding the job over his head, saying if you if you win this game, you're fired. If you win this game, we're going to wait a week. We're going to, if you're going to lose one, the next loss, you're gone. I mean, that's a, that's a, I feel like if that actually happened in the NFL, we would hear about it more often with coaches coming out and, you know, saying something about that. I don't believe that tanking is a real thing in the NFL. But I don't think it's their tank. They don't think tanking like that, but they don't mind losing. But I think that the, the players might have done it. I think the players might have tanked on purpose. You can't fire a player. I mean, you can cut him, but if he's, I, I think that might be a player fault. And they're like, I'm just, what? That's a good point because they know they suck and they want they want Trevor Lawrence. So they're like, right. fuck, let the guy run. <laughs> Please score. Um, loser of the week. Who had the take about Henry Ruggs? Me. Being too fast to be good at football. Absolutely burnt that guy. Yeah, let the might take a loser after he scored a touchdown against a high school football team. Yeah, let's do that. Won a game. Won a I, game on a Hail Mary. You I know what? That. If uh, if your first round draft pick wins you one game a year, I'll take that. No, I will. I will not take that. I have a couple things. One, I heard uh, the, that DB went up to Henry Ruggs and was like, yo, run past me real quick. And he did, and that's why he scored. And then, second thing, Derek Carr's a top 10 QB in the NFL. Agreed. 100%. I can't 100%. He wears eyeliner. I, I don't have a list made, but I can't, I can't get behind it. Top 15, maybe. Trey, come out with a list one time for me. I, I, yeah, Trey comes out here shitting on everyone's list, and he never has a list of his own. Just wanted to tell you why your list is gone. He's, he's got three people in his top 10. I'm not speaking to Dylan. The day either of you do any work outside of this podcast for the podcast, I'll make a phone <laughs> We make lists. We make lists. Yeah, we're the list guys. We do more research on our takes than anyone here. 
your lists have nothing to do with your takes. Cam's list is his least favorite team in the league, and your list is the best coaches, and it's terrible. It's correct, actually. Conversations come up, we have reference points, so we don't... Yeah, exactly. So then when you say, when Cam says this person's top 10 at this, I can look at my list and be like, I agree or I disagree. Yeah, Matt Stafford's a free agent. Yeah, exactly. There we go. No, stop it. Wait. I'm waiting. Talk. Maybe we should start our own podcast called The List Guys. <laughs> every week we come out with a full list of a sporting event of like the best or the, the favorite or something in all big four sports. And here's, we just, here's how that, that competition should have just went, Cam. Hey guys, we should have a segment where we make lists and compare our top five. <laughs> no, no, no. It's got to be different because you don't want to do it. I never said that. All right, Dylan, Jets tanking. What do you think? Uh, like I said, I don't think they're actually taking. I just don't think they mind losing. Um, if it's the coach who's like, hey, you know, you know, they we maybe throw our, us into the uh, uh, the nickel formation. A little guys take a little slack, and hey, maybe we'll let up a fifty yard bomb. Eh, it looks good on paper. Dylan, you have a pretty prominent stance on on. Um, oh no, that was Brian Flores. Never mind. I was gonna say you uh, you think Brian Flores should have been fired because he won. Yeah. Yeah, like Adam Gase. If Adam Gase won a bunch of games this year. No, he's he he's been great. He's finding ways to lose games without it seeming like he's trying to lose games. That was my take like a month ago. I know, it's great. I don't oh. think it's actually true, but it would be great. If All right. Um so do we want to talk Chiefs maybe? Chiefs Broncos? Giants. I mean, yeah, we talked a little. Okay, let's go, Giants. Giants, and then and then the Steelers game just happened. So we'll talk Giants real quick first. Um, the Giants are for real, and I'm really upset that the Redskins just won. Um, but we still got the tiebreaker. We got a tough schedule coming up. Uh, we got the Browns. We got the Ravens. Ravens. Cowboys. Um, somebody else that's good. So Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. All right. So I think we went two of those. We go seven and nine. Um, and we make it happen. The good thing is three of the four are on the road. So I think maybe we beat the Browns and then we beat the the Cowboys. We end up at seven and nine. Uh, hopefully Washington ends up with a similar record. Um, that's my prediction. Giants four seed is seven and nine. If we have, happen to get in at six and ten, I'll take that too. But uh, Washington's playing good football. Get in and anything can happen. I mean, I said my piece. I think they're a good team. The Seahawks have to be up for fraud of the year. I mean, what a joke they are. Can't beat Colt McCoy. Uh, Called it before they were bad. I mean, the game was 5 oh, forever, wasn't it? The game was like 5 nothing until the third quarter. Um, I don't think it was Great ball score. Um, but, uh, like, I've said my piece on the Giants. I think they're legit, and I think they're going to get in. Tucker? Um, I like the Giants. I've already said my piece. I think that division's going to be tight until the last week. Oh, fumble. Um, um, but, yeah, no, the Giants are a good team. The Seahawks are frauds. I've been saying they're frauds for a while now. I just, I don't think this team really fully has it. And so... I don't know. I mean, this is a huge statement win for the Giants, regardless of what the Seahawks, like, them being frauds or not. They're not a bad football team. 
They're a solid football team. They have a very good offense, and the Giants stopped them. That was really good for them. Their defense is looking really promising with that win. Dylan? Giants, right? Yeah. We already talked about the Giants a little bit. Um, I think that they have a good path to the playoffs. I don't. I think they get past the uh, uh, the Cowboys, but again, it just comes down to Jones if he's available. Uh, anything on the Seahawks though, Joe? The fraudulent. Oh defense. right, sorry. The Seahawks, right? Um, man, they they are weird. They have terrible defense. If their offense isn't up for it, then then there goes the game. Um. I didn't watch this game this week, but I think the Seahawks uh, are just going over a bit of a rough patch. I think they're they're still playoff bound for sure. Um, I have them winning the championship. I'm going to stick by that take. So I don't I don't know why. I just don't want to be a loser and redact my statements. So I'm all in on the on the Seahawks still. All right. Uh, so the Steelers, no longer undefeated, no longer the worst undefeated team in history as they lost tonight to a bad Washington football team. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know on the Steelers. I really don't. I think they're going to get shit-pumped by the a, uh, Chiefs if they play them. Um, I just I don't think this team has it. I don't know what it is about them. Um, I think they're a good team. I just don't. Tucker is right when he says, look at their schedule. They played nobody, um, and now they're losing to nobodies. So uh, Steelers, um, Big Ben, back-breaking interception at the end of the game. Uh, Cam, Steelers game. Yeah, so like I said, I'm, I'm not happy about this. They're up 14 nothing, and they ended up losing 23-17. Uh, so 23-3, unanswered, not unanswered. But that being said, I lost this whole game, and Washington's defensive line is arguably the best in football right now. I would say the best, actually. Maybe the Bucks. Um, uh, Steelers' defensive line is really good, too. Yeah, well, did you watch the game? Yeah, well, yeah, okay. The, the Washington defense is, is literally all the defensive line. The problem with the Steelers this year is that they are the same exact teams last year, just with Big Ben and Chase Claypool. Um, and running back injuries. So they're playing, they're 11-1 and one and playing like a 9-7 and seven team right now. So that's not good for them. I think they'll probably end up with a two seed um, just because the AFC doesn't have any, I guess, the, the, the Browns. But um, they'll probably end up with a two seed, and I'm guessing that whoever the seven seed is in the AFC is going to give them a run for their money. Uh, regardless, I don't have them going anywhere. Chiefs are just still dominant, even after that game yesterday. I, I still have faith in them. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I'm worried. I'm more worried about the, the Washington football team than the Steelers right now. Fraud, fraud Steelers, Tucker. What do you think? Uh, I, I mean, I again, I did not call them a fraud. I called them a step below fraud. Um. But this team isn't, I don't think this team's a Super Bowl contender. I think this team's a very good team. They're a very good defense, but I just don't think this offense is that all that impressive to me. I don't think Big Ben's the quarterback he used to be. I don't think their run game's that strong, especially with James Conner being injured so frequently. 
Their passing get I mean, their receivers are good, but they're not incredible all the time. I mean, they have games where they're incredible, and they'll have games where they do nothing the entire game. They're just too inconsistent offensively to be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, just just imagine, you know, being 10-0, and 11-0, whatever the heck they were, and really haven't proven yourself yet. It's That's what it feels like. It just feels like this team hasn't proven themselves as being a top contender uh, to win the championship. They lose to the the football team. I mean, who cares? I, I, need, I need them to play against some big uh, hitting opponents and see how they match up there. And we'll see that uh, later in the, as the season winds down. Um, obviously, they're playoff bound. I think they're still going to win a playoff game. I think they're still going to make a pretty good push. Uh, but uh, I want to know what this team's made of, and I feel like I haven't seen it yet. I think the end of their schedule will show that to us. They got the Bills, the Colts, and the Browns right. in the next four weeks, which I, I mean, think they, will be all good games. They absolutely destroyed the Browns in the first matchup, but we'll see. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, uh, they beat the Broncos last night. It was a tough game. Drew Locke finally showed up to a game camp. Um, but, I mean, Tyreek Tyreek's catch, that didn't count. Like, what What was that about? Um I, I'll just say the same thing I've said about the Chiefs every week. They're unstoppable. Um, they drop up these last few games just trying to sit the start. Okay. Um, if they, do they win it? I don't know. I think no. But uh, Chiefs are a wagon. Cam? Yeah, I touched on the Chiefs a little bit. I still have total faith in them. They can play three-point ball games and pull out a win, and you would think it they won by, like, two touchdowns. Um, they still make stuff happen. Tyreek's catch should have counted. They're so good, they don't even know where to catch the balls anymore. So I think they're going to win out the rest of the entire season unless they play the Giants in the Super Bowl. What do you think about your boy, Drew? I'm proud of him. Um, came in, and he was really on the hot seat this week. Um, still threw a pick, threw a pick in each of his last, like, nine games or something. Not great. Uh but he, he kept his team alive, a very struggling team. And, you know, he's not getting any help this year. He had a good team around him last year. He finished the season three and four. And he's not getting much help this time around. So I don't I don't put it all on him. I think he's still good. I'm not ready to call him a fraud, not even the slightest. He's just got to – he's just – he relies on his team a little bit too much. And last, last night he, he uh, worked on that a little bit. Tucker, Chiefs, Broncos, anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, that game was close, but I feel like in-game, it's never in doubt with the Chiefs. It just kind of felt like it was like, all right, when are they going to take over? That's the thing with this team, is that they're so good, it's kind of just inevitable, it almost felt like. It was like, yeah, you can go out to an early lead, you can be winning, it's whatever, though, because at the end of the day, you're playing the Chiefs. It's like watching the and Pats of War. That's me the most about this team, Your. is that you just, like, you always just are expecting a win. It's never, like, close games don't feel like they're winnable against the Chiefs. Uh, Dylan, what were you saying? I right. said it, it's like the Pats of yore. Just waiting for them to take control late and win. Um, they're very good, right? So, um, good showing by Locke, that's for sure. Um, I think you guys uh, summed it up pretty well. Can I just say I hate Travis Kelsey? He's such a tool. National so when, Tight End Day. 
the way Gronk was like Gronk was great, and he didn't act like a tool bag. He acted like a big dumb idiot. Yeah, and maybe you hate. I don't know if people hate hate Gronk. Like for his attitude, like he was just like a lovable like mascot character. He wasn't like a self righteous like I'm the best there's ever been. Like he kept his head down, he worked, and he partied, and it was awesome. I just can't stand Travis Kelsey at all. Anybody got anything on that? I kind of I I can't agree with you purely because I have him in fantasy, and so I have to like him. But um, like him. I, you can, you, people, like, if I had Kareem Hunt on my team, yeah, I'd want him to do well. Or maybe Tyreek Hill. Still, he's, yeah, Tyreek Hill. He still, <laughs> still beat up his son, but I still want him to catch four touchdowns a game. Yeah, but Travis Kelsey's just kind of a douche. He's not a terrible human being that as is, much. That's why I hate him. But, um, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, I've noticed him being a little, like, I don't think he's a lovable guy like Gronk. I think that's the problem. Like, you got all the the two other best tight ends that we've had recently are Gronk and George Kittle. Kittle's great. And both of them are awesome. Like, they're great personalities, and so that's what you want out of your tight end. I think you're just expecting too much out of your tight ends because we've had an embarrassment of riches at the position. I'm just saying. Like, elite tight ends are just elite people, usually. Handle yourself like Kittle. <laughs> there we go. What'd you say, Cam? Aaron Hernandez. Okay. Great player. Not a great guy. Uh, good teammate, though. Um, all right. Uh, anybody got any other topics they want to touch on? I'm good. I'm good. All righty. Well, that's episode 50. Stay tuned for 50 Burger. Hell yeah. uh, stay tuned for what, Cam? This guy's. List guys, yeah, check out List guys coming soon to uh, podcasts near you. Um, <laughs> check out our socials, vote on our polls, please. We need the votes. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for getting away with us. See you. See you.